we don't record late at night. <laughs> Sam, it's only half eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. If you want to do one more, I've got it. No, well, I have three there. Okay. I'm sure one of them works. Season's greetings and welcome to this week's episode of The Christmas Cracker, a Christmas film podcast where we discuss the absolute best and worst Christmas movies that the world has to offer. And who knows, ladies and gentlemen, one day we may find the world's truest... Tri- the world's truest Christmas Cracker. Hello, my name's Kate and I'm here with my co-host. Sam, hello. Yay, here we are. Woo, 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 woo. Uh, so, so far we've had to do three sound claps, uh, make a new Zoom. And I just flubbed the absolute intro out of everything. So uh, yeah. let's hope this episode goes well. <laughs> <laughs> it will. This is a great movie. That's the thing. I was watching it and Ed was like, how's the movie? And I was like, oh no, this is a great movie. This movie's absolutely fantastic. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with this movie. It's great. Yeah. Uh, apart Five from stars. The Thanks very much. Bye, everyone. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. Thank you for listening to Christmas Cracker. Hit us up on Instagram. <laughs> New theme. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so what's what's may's theme what huh that's it okay bye <laughs> yeah. oh. part of me Imagine. just is like part very very much part of me is like do we just stop put the intro <laughs> not the intro music the outro music the- it's the same music <laughs> so this week we're doing rise of the guardians which is made by dreamworks yeah. the absolute uh devil opposite to disney uh, so Rise of the Guardians is a 2012 American 3D computer animated action fantasy film produced by DreamWorks Animation and distributed by Paramount Pictures the film was directed by Peter Ramsey uh, in his feature vic- direct- directorial debut uh, from a screenplay by David Lindsay Abier based on the book series The Guardians of Childhood and the short film The Man in the Moon by William Joyce it stars an absolute star-studded cast mm-hmm. of Chris Pine, Alec Baldwin, Jude Law, Isla Fisher, and Hugh Jackman. So I got distracted by your pronunciation of, I would say, Isla. <laughs> oh, you're probably right. We, I feel like I've I done that before. just going to say, I think we had this conversation for Noelle, which is a throwback. Woo, remember that? <laughs> no, I think, I think it is also Isla. I don't, I've always said Isla. That's mad. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, you're, I'm, you're probably right. Um, the film tells a story about Guardians, Santa Claus, the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny, and the Sandman, who enlist Jack Frost, well, they don't technically enlist him, but okay, <laughs> to stop the evil pitch black from engulfing the world in darkness in a fight of dreams. The film was released in the United States on November 21st, 2012, and only grossed $306.9 million worldwide against its $145 million budget but it lost an estimated $83 million due to marketing and distribution costs. It was nominated for the Golden Globe Award for Best Animated Feature Film and Annie Award for Best Animated Feature. It was the last DreamWorks animation film to be distributed by Paramount Pictures, starting with The Croods. 20th Century Fox would distribute DreamWorks films until Captain Underpants, the first epic movie in 2017. Uh, So... Uh, Peter Ramsey directed this movie. Uh, if any of you don't know who Peter Ramsey is, he has directed a total of two films. Uh, Rise of the Guardians and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. 
which in my opinion counts for about 20 films because Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is an absolutely fantastic movie and deserves every single piece of accreditation it has ever received. Um, Peter, just give you a bit of background about Peter Ramsey. His first job in Hollywood was painting a mural but soon he was working as a storyboard artist and production illustrator on 26 films, including Predator 2, Backdraft, Independence Day, Fight Club, and AI, Artificial Intelligence. He was a second unit director for Poetic Justice, Justice? Justice, Higher Learning, Tank Girl, and Godzilla. Aaron Warner, the producer of Tank Girl, suggested he join DreamWorks Animation. After initially being uninterested, Ramsey joined DreamWorks as a story artist for Shrek the Third and Shrek the Halls. In 2012, he directed Rise of the Guardians, based on William Joyce's The Guardians of Charles's books, also making him the first African-American to direct a big-budget animated feature. Mm. In 2018, he co-directed Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which won the 2019 Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. So... Oh, sorry, he also uh, was a director for Monsters vs. Aliens, Mutant Pumpkins from Outer Space. Oh. Wow. But the fact that he co-directed Spy- Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse just overtakes all of that, in my opinion. Fair enough. I've um, not seen that movie, but I trust your opinion. Oh, it's such a pity. Maybe, I uh, so badly, I want to do a month of very much not Christmas movies. <laughs> 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 because there are just some animated, maybe, like, mostly just animated movies. There are some animated movies that are just so amazing that aren't Disney related, so mm-hmm. I usually wouldn't talk about them on Mickey Waffles Mickey Waffles and I'm just like oh they're just like Into the Spider-Verse <laughs> I feel like you you probably I think you'd like Into the Spider-Verse because it's not very you don't need to know anything about Marvel to mm-hmm. know about it um, but like how it's drawn and how it's animated and all that sort of stuff I think you'd really appreciate it just saying we can do it it can be in your favourites oh yeah we just really take it out the, we take it wild Go and on. just be like I'll do one non-Christmas movie. Could do. That'd actually be pretty fun. There you go. Um, so Chris Pine voices Jack Frost. Alec Baldwin <laughs> is North, who is Santa Claus. Yes. Jude Law is Pitch, who is the boogeyman. He does a fantastic job with that. Big like, fan. freaky. Big fan. Isla Fisher plays Tooth, who is the Tooth Fairy. Mm-hmm. And Hugh Jackman is the Easter Bunny. Bunny. He's called Bunny. Bunny. Uh, and also Decoy... Uh, Jamie Bennett who's the boy is voiced by Dakota Goyo has he done anything since not really <laughs> oh he was in Thor ah. but that was that was before Rise of the Guardians he stopped he stopped doing stuff around 2014 oh, oh that's sad oh well any particular reason uh, he just wasn't keen <laughs> no he's Canadian he's a formal model and singer oh he has Italian and Scottish ancestry. Goyo of Heard. Oh, jeez, he's got a massive background. He has two older brothers. Dakota appeared in his first commercial at the tender age of two weeks old. Oh, gosh. Uh, he starred with Hugh Jackman in Rise of the Guardians and also Real Steel. Uh, he worked with Real Bears for his role in The Journey Home. Hmm. Bad. Wow. Interesting. Thank you for that, Dakota. <laughs> good job <laughs> so on IMDB it has a pretty high score it is 7.3 out of 10 and on Rotten Tomatoes it also has a pretty high score so it's got 70 75% on the tomato meter 
which is the I don't know why what I've is never wrong with us tonight. I've never fallen over my words so much in my life. This is absolutely ridiculous. Um, it is seventy five percent on the tomato meter, which is the critic score, which means it is certified fresh. Woo-hoo. So it is a top notch film. Good job. And then the audience score gives it a nice rounded eighty percent. Yeah, solid scores. Uh, so let's see if I can find. You know what I should do? I should really pick. Um, reviews first. Reviews first before <laughs> I before I start recording. I like but, you the off the cuff. We just like to live free here. Uh, <laughs> Candice Frederick, what does she say? Uh, I like that we fully list them as if they're going to be listening. <laughs> uh, charming, sweet, and enchanting, but not without its flaws. Rise of the Guardians is the hopeful, feel-good movie for kids that's fitting for holiday movie watching with the family. Richard Ropier said less than compelling storyline you obviously have a heart of coal because the storyline is fantastic also Candice you can't be like not without its flaws and then not tell us what the flaws are because you're you gotta back up your argument I was already Uh, to fight her (laughs) Rise of the Guardians isn't a masterpiece but it's an enjoyable film and very well suited for this time of year whoa these reviews are very bad but these are the good reviews these are the people who liked it oh jeez Rachel Wagner said it's one of DreamWorks' best animated films for sure. Thank I you, would Rachel. absolutely agree with you. Correct. Um let's see. Let's go for the rotten ones. Alas, a sweetheart and a tender message aren't enough to save Ride of the Guardians from its overly sugary ways. No. <laughs> uh <laughs> turning the Easter bunny into a boomeranging boomerang wielding warrior voiced by Hugh Jackman isn't the worst idea sidelining Christmas in a Christmas film however just might be no that was no, the whole point you it, idiot it didn't come out at Christmas it wasn't supposed to be it was supposed to be a holiday it film was, oh yeah yeah because it was released around Thanksgiving yeah November November 21st it's supposed to be you tell him Sam uh, it's set at Easter because they all have to work together um, it takes a unique film to make Santa Claus the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy seem dreary or even unappealing no wow. one person said deplorable no <laughs> too cluttered and manic to bring real pleasure no that's also someone wrong. who just can't focus on one you just Go can't away, keep up with Stephanie. all the stories <laughs> Oh, compare this to moderate entertainment to say Monsters, Inc. and it looks really feeble. No. 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 No, this this film can really stand and hold its own here. I think these are all incorrect. They are. Let's go for a... Let's go... Hold on. I feel really offended on behalf of this film. Yeah, I'm like, all of these rotten ones are, like, so rude, so mean, totally undeserved. Let's go for some fresh. One sec. It's Rise of the Guardians is blithe and lovely smart and funny it's an honest to goodness family film that can be enjoyed by both adults and kids yes Abby go on Abby um, big fan if, if you don't enjoy this you probably don't like Christmas <laughs> 4 out of 5 <laughs> as a movie geared for the entire family this fires on all cylinders from the exquisitely detailed animation to the thought out character development yes yes (laughs) 
DreamWorks' newest picture is definitely one for the kids, but director Peter Ramsey makes it fun enough to put a smile on parents' faces. Yes! Absolutely. Rise of the Guardians delivers a giddy, kinetic excitement as its heroes whoosh and swoop through the air or glide and skitter on ice. Yes, Jason Best. See, you are the best. This is what we wanted to hear, lads. <laughs> Fuck those rotten ones were so rude and crude. But they were stupid as well. They don't even have a good argument. They're just like, no, stupid. Just like, oh, I didn't like it. There was why, why didn't why wasn't Sa- why was Santa Claus rushing? I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. What is this? That's how I imagine all of those people mm-hmm. when they're writing reviews. Yeah. They're like, there's Fashion snow in this boards. movie. Why isn't there more Santa Claus? Why is the why? Where's the reindeer? I <laughs> Too don't much understand Easter. This. Didn't read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck's Tooth Fairy doing in this? Uh, okay, I'm gonna close around to it this next. So yeah, there is some interesting things about the movie itself. It's true. Not like blooper wise, but just like background info and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But uh, I feel like I should stop talking, otherwise we'll be here for a while. <laughs> and I'm going to let Sam take it away. Ooh. Hello. Rise of the Guardians. <laughs> let me tell you a tale. Right, so this movie is wonderful. And it opens up on one of the most gorgeous um, DreamWorks animated sequences I have ever seen. Because they put Jack Frost in the opening as the boy on the moon. You know, that famous boy on the moon. And mm. it is just so pretty and so wonderful. And it just gets you going for the movie. Puts you in the spirit. And that's five out of five. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> pr- pr- honestly, pretty much. <laughs> the amount of times you're just going to end the podcast. <laughs> Honestly, guys, we love this movie so much. It's just gonna go up from here. They're really. Like, I've never once well, during this movie. I never once went. That's stupid. No, no. I have no bad things to say. I. Wow. This is just gonna be me like cheerleading this movie. It's so good. Jack talks about the moon. So we have opening narration where he basically talks about the moon, saying that the moon chose him. He's not sure why. He's not really sure what's going on, but he's got these powers. And he starts to play with them. Um, and basically he can, you know, think Elsa, think ice magic and playing around with all of the powers. Um, and he wakes up in this village and he's like, oh my God, guys, hi, what's going on? And people start to walk through him and he realizes that nobody can see him. And so he's like, you ba, know, ba, ba. This, is, this is great, but this is real sad I'm really lonely and you're, you're really sad for him and then we jump 300 years later to the North Pole where Santa is having a great time and we're getting all the Santa workshop vibes um, but there's like danger you're getting all this like panic vibes <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this so dramatically woo, woo, panic woo. <laughs> like, the amount of hand gestures I'm to come with me on this journey and so the moon the lights are going out there's this big globe <laughs> why am I being so dramatic right? you're, you're, Sam you're also <laughs> skipping a lot of information here yeah. you haven't really set this up yeah, all the lights are going out yeah. where? <laughs> I know yeah that's why I jumped back sorry I got too excited guys so Santa has this big globe with all these wonderful lights on it that are all the children believing in the universe um, and they start to go out and he's like what's going on 
and then the moon is like listen danger is afoot so he calls for the guardians to unite and this is where we start to see all of the different guardians of childhood that there are so we see the tooth fairy she's collecting her all her teeth obviously sandman is putting people to sleep there's the easter bunny who's working on painting all his eggs and he gathers them all together and he basically tells them that pitch who is also known as the boogeyman is threatening the children and so the moon has they like look to the moon and they're like what are we going to do about this and the moon says that he's going to pick a new guardian um and they um like have this what's it called kate <laughs> the thing that comes out of the ground they're like who's oh, the guardian it's just, like, it's just like a case there's a magic case comes out of the it's ground it's basically just like a magic case really. sure okay it comes out of the ground <laughs> That's really it. Like I don't know how else to explain it. It's um, like it's like it's like a like a case that you'd see in a museum that's holding yeah. something. And it comes and out it of the ground. It just appears out of the ground. And it's Jack. Jack's the new guardian. And they're all like, "What?" But that's it. And then it cuts to Jack Frost, who's having an absolute whale of a time. So Jack has decided to make it a snow day, um, for all of these children that he's watching play around the like area. So he like makes it snow and he like builds these like kind of dooms for their like toboggans to fly into um, and all the kids are talking about like the mythical creatures and they don't know who Jack Frost is and Jack gets real offended so he's like I'll show you who Jack Frost is and makes the snow day even more epic like flings the toboggan and this little child Jamie is going on this entire adventure like spinning around all the place and then just as he's about to like proper injure himself Jack like speeds him out of the way but a couch comes and <laughs> slams into him ah but he's fine but he's fine <laughs> but he has lost a tooth ba 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 and instantly everyone forgets about Jack Frost and the fun yeah. of the snow day and they're all like oh my god the tooth fairy's gonna come that's so exciting you're gonna get like two quid like everyone just moves on and nobody cares and Jack gets really sad Jack is like hey what what's the crack here like this is so annoying and he looks up to the moon and he's like moon like what is going on I like was so cool there and nobody believes in me this is really boring um and then night comes and the sandman appears and there's a really gorgeous animated sequence of the sandman just putting everyone to sleep he's got this like amazing gold dust that flies into all the windows yes Kate I wanted to ask uh, I should have asked this before we started, but I want to ask um, before we talk about them all: who is your favorite guardian? Are we excluding Jack Frost? Because is that no like including? Oh, okay. Um, Sandman. Oh, that's my favorite too. Oh, <laughs> we're so like <laughs> a little bonding moment we had there. <laughs> I just love him so much because he he's doesn't so speak cute. and he's like he's so small and he's yeah. just doing he just does his job he goes about his but, business but he's just like people I feel like he's got like an underrated job I feel like mm-hmm. people don't really care about him but like it's so important for kids to have happy dreams did you hear about the Sandman as a kid like did, was the Sandman part of your like guarantee see I did I remember my Nana telling me about the Sandman and I feel like he's so forgotten in these types of stories but I do remember him and I like I, rem- I remember standing in my Nana's uh, like living room and her telling me that the Sandman was going to come and put me to bed and I was like no 
guy, guy, fight him <laughs> off. <laughs> I was like, I stay awake all day. I didn't. I just like to let everyone know that Sam was punching the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fully believed I could karate chop my way to staying awake all night. It did not happen. Well, you anyway, sorry. Stories. Side note. Um, so the sa- there's this gorgeous sequence of the Sandman putting everyone to sleep and like him sending out all his like sand dust into dreams and then like clip clopping around and they would turn into when they'd reach the child they would kind of morph into whatever the child was dreaming about whether that was like lovely horses or like snow days or whatever was happening and it's just really really pretty but then pitch appears and pitch ba 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 it's intense music um and he speaks to the 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 gold sand dust that's in the shape of like this lovely like clip cloppity horse like unicorn um and he touches it and he turns it all the dust turns black um and it takes the form of like a really scary horse um and he basically turns it into a nightmare and it's so sad and the little child starts squirming in bed and she's like oh no <laughs> and it's really gutting and it's like, yeah it's really sad like it, that's why i think Samman is the most underrated character right? because like Important. nothing Beats like nothing makes sleep. children exactly because then oh spoiler I won't say it never mind <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> um, Jack is watching this whole ordeal take place and he's really enjoying it he like watches all the like dreams be formed and he kind of waves at Sandman and then Bunny appears and he's like hey Yay. Bunny What's up? Haven't seen you in a long time. And he's like, yeah, that time you froze Easter, you Jack Frost. <laughs> um, they have a little banter back and forth. And then Buddy basically kidnaps Jack. <laughs> and he's like, hey, <laughs> what's going on? And they arrive at the North Pole and Santa's like, hey, hope you had a good trip. And he's like, yeah, I absolutely love being like shoved in a sack and not knowing what's going on. It's That was real, real cool. What's going on? <laughs> And he's like, you are now a guardian. And he starts the guardian ceremony and he's got the little elves ringing all their bells and blowing their trumpets. And he's like, hey, wait, no, I don't want to be a guardian. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What (laughs) makes you think I want this? Yeah. And then North goes, of course you do. And starts the ceremony all over again. (laughs) And Jack's like, no, no, no. What is going on here? So... Santa takes Jack aside and he's like, listen, do you know about the girl? Like, we're very important people. We protect the lights. And he shows him the globe and he's like, each one of those lights is a child that believes. And they're not believing right now. And we need, like, they, you know, the world runs on magic and belief and everything. And they need to start believing. Like, let me let me show you this room. And he takes him in and he st- he shows him all these wonderful creations that Santa himself has made. And he gives Santa or he gives Jack um a little set of like nesting dolls. And he's like, "Do you know what people see when they look at me?" And as he takes apart all the dolls, Santa goes through his various different personalities. He's like, "You know, I am strong, but I am <laughs> soft, and I am caring, but I am fierce." <laughs> and each doll represents, but he's like, "But at my core, at my very very center, I have and Jack is like big eyes <laughs> mm. what's going on he's like no well yes I have big beautiful eyes but also <laughs> wonder I have eyes that are full of wonder and magic you need to find your centre and figure it out and once you do like you will 
absolutely smash this job. Like the moon shows you for a reason. Don't be afraid of this. And so Jack's kind of thinking this through. And then we get the... Santa Claus is the biggest hype girl. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Big cheerleads. Throughout this whole movie, he's like, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is really not. He's a good, he's a good character. Um, and then, so Jack is thinking about this when we hear word that there is trouble at Tooth Palace. So everyone, <clears throat> excuse me, everyone travels over to um, where the Tooth Fairy lives. Oh, sorry, you're missing the part where the Easter Bunny is scared of the sleigh. I was, I was going to say, so like they're going to like get in their various forms of travelling. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> Jack is like, I'm not going anywhere with you guys. I'm not a guardian, no. And then the sleigh comes out. He's like, well, I guess I could take one quick journey. like." <laughs> and Santa's like, everyone loves the sleigh. And then Bunny's like, absolutely not. I'm just going to do my hop hopping and build my little burrow and follow you down. Um, so they arrive at Tooth Palace. And what we know is that Pitch has trashed the place. There's no fairies bar one baby tooth baby tooth has made baby it tooth. and there is no teeth he has stolen all of the children's teeth this all happens very fast doesn't it like doesn't that feel like so much later in the movie but that happens like uh, real quick I feel like the whole movie happens quite fast that's true it's like, very fast paced I actually so it, the movie is an hour and 40 minutes long mm. and I it got to the end of me watching it and I was like was that really an hour and 40 minutes it felt a lot quicker yeah because I was watching it and I was like wow I thought this happened way later in the movie but it's like we're straight into the drama guys Mm -hmm. so (laughs) um, Pitch shows up and what we learn here is Pitch's motivation basically Pitch wants to be believed in and nobody believes in him anymore they used to and he tells his whole sorry tale of back in the dark ages where nobody had electricity and nightlights and lovely yeah. things to protect us. The literal, the literal dark ages, like when there was no light. Yeah, like once <laughs> once the night crept in, that was his time to shine. Everyone was a bit mm. wary of the boogeyman. But then somebody invented light and he wasn't, nobody cared anymore. Um, and that really upset him, that children no longer believed in him. So he has this whole new plan. Um... And Jack is confused as to why he has stolen, like, the teeth of children. And mm, indeed. Exactly. So the Tooth Fairy tells him that all of the baby teeth hold memories of childhood. Um, and, like, the memories of children are very important. And then she, she tells Jack that she had his teeth from when he was a baby. And he was like, what? I used to be like a huge... What are you talking about? Because he doesn't yeah. remember anything before the moon chose him. And she's like, oh, wow, Jack, no, I didn't know. I mean, if I had them, I'd show them to you. But, like, Pitch took them. So Jack is like, well, I'm going to get these back. I'm, I'm going to that. This maybe that is the one thing about this movie where I'm like, the moon seriously... But- seriously like none of these guys ever talked about that because like the Easter Bunny and Jack have spoken before mm-hmm. Santa Claus and Jack have spoken before and so I he don't think the this Sandman. is the first time he waves up at everyone yeah. so I don't think this is the first time he's met the Tooth Fairy so I'm like you, you've you never spoken about the whole teeth thing before I don't know I could see it being the first time he's met the Tooth Fairy because like obviously he's likely to encounter the Sandman 
or sorry he's likely to encounter um, Santa as in like Christmas and Frost and all that Mm -hmm. we know that he just likes to piss the Easter Bunny off they've got that little like rivalry Um, and then the Sandman because he kind of hangs out at night Yeah, I suppose he's likely but like because even when he's chosen she's really because she's got a little crush she's like well he seems nice you know, oh, like she's yeah, quite yeah. excited. To oh get no, to see you're right. Sorry, no, no, no. I I apologize. We, they've never met before because when she meets him, she's like, "Oh my god, your teeth really do sparkle like the snow." Yeah, yeah. Never mind. There okay, I take it back. We we worked it out. It was okay. So, <laughs> um, it's fine. It's fine. No. <laughs> it's fine. I've got very specific notes. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> um, and so pitch the or pitch. Do mind pitch? Pitch is gone. <laughs> the tooth fairy is struggling to fly now um, and Jack is, is is like what's going on and she says it, it, the kids are waking up and I've not been I've not collected any of the teeth like they're, they're not believing in me I'm going to fade away so Santa comes up with this brilliant idea that they'll all collect, it, collect the teeth um, and so we have a lovely montage of them going around and collecting all the teeth and there's a lovely little scene as well where um baby tooth and the tooth fairy arrive and they go to take a tooth and there's a little mouse leaving a coin oh, and yeah. baby tooth like beats up the mouse and to um the tooth fairy stops her and is like no no he's one of us he's from the european division apparently in france they have a tooth mouse they don't have a tooth fairy oh so they have like um le petit soir or something they called him in the little thing um, and he br- he brings um, little treats and coins instead of a fairy. Oh, that's so cute! So they just added that in as a little like funny nod. This so. this movie is so much better, and like they should re-release this shit because it is fantastic. Honestly, yeah, it's so good. So there's that, and then um, so they all arrive. The whole gang arrive. They've had this like competition as well, by the way. Of like who's gonna collect the most teeth? Oh yeah. Um, and they all arrive at Jamie's room. Jamie's the little boy who lost his teeth earlier. Um, and they're all having a, an argument about who collected the most teeth, and it's Santa, because of course, you know. Oh no! You missed the little bit where they all are like, "Look at all the teeth we got!" And she's like, "Wow, you guys are amazing! My, like you're so fast, like uh, at like delivering gifts." And everyone's like, "What?" And she's like, "You were." putting gifts back oh, with the yeah, teeth right yeah, I forgot that and the Sandman's like yes yeah. no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they forgot to leave coins <laughs> so they were literally running around just picking up teeth and yes. not leaving coins or gifts or anything behind I and forgot I just, that it was very funny that is it was true. just the Sandman being like uh huh no no <laughs> <laughs> I love the Sandman the Sandman is the cutest thing yeah so yeah anyway, sorry. sorry now we're back in Jamie's room back in Jamie's room they all collect the teeth um, and they have their little argument Santa wins the competition and while they're arguing about this Jamie wakes up mm-hmm. and he's like wait tooth fair Santa Easter Bunny and then poor Jack is standing at the side of the bed being like uh huh and he's like, wow, you guys are all here. <laughs> and he's like, oh. Because yeah, he doesn't. He can't see He's him. like, he sees us. And then the Easter Bunny's like, most of us. <gasps> so mean. So mean. He doesn't say it in a very mean way, though. No. He's he, kind of like, yeah. well. 
most of us. I know. As as rival as, as rivalry is there, that's not a sentence. They are secretly good friends. Yeah. Good buds. So they <laughs> Jack w- or sorry, Jamie wakes up, sees everyone, and then they're like, Oh, what are we gonna do? And Sandy's like, Don't worry. <laughs> I got this on the sandman. <laughs> Put him back to sleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> he accidentally knocks out everyone. <laughs> And so everyone falls asleep. And then Sophie arrives. And Sophie is Jamie's little sister. And she's like, oh, la 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 la, tooth fairy. And she's having her little like sing song. And she finds, she sees everyone and she's like, oh, what's going on? And she finds this magic globe. Um, and she sees the Easter bunny and she's like, bunny, hop, 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 hop. But she drops the globe and it opens up a portal. You can't, again, I'm doing such dramatic recreations <laughs> that you can't see. It opens up this like wormhole um, to Easter Island and she like goes into the Easter land um, because she said bunny hop up. Just FYI. This is how Santa gets around the place. So everyone. <laughs> a much, I have to say, a much better use of the whole Santa snow globe scenario mm-hmm. than the Santa Claus 3. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then this is real sad guys there is a honestly prepare yourselves so Sandy (laughs) notices Pitch outside and so he goes out and he's like hey back off and there is a massive showdown between Mm. Sandy and Pitch Black and he turns all of his like dreams into nightmares and Sandy's training really really hard to like rope off all the horses with all his like the sequence the animation is incredible isn't it so good like sorry I was like <laughs> Sam's like isn't it wasn't it really good was it, wasn't it great it was and I'm a, like yes yeah. Sam yes it was really impressed. good job DreamWorks um, and they're having this whole now the guys wake up and they realise what's going on and they do try their best to help but unfortunately Pitch wins. As Sandy is fighting off all of these horses horses, um Pitch Black like shoots this like arrow of darkness into the Sandman and he like explodes in black cloud and it's really and then tragic. He dies It's gutting and everyone is really sad. But Jack so like he goes for them and Jack is so cross he's like, Hey, and then like a massive amount of magic like shoots off from his staff and Pitch runs away. And everyone's like, how did you do that? And he's like, I have no fucking clue. I have never in my life done that. <laughs> I don't know. But he is so like, he's just so devastated over Sandman. I think they were good buddies, him and Sandman. Yeah, you know? I have a feeling I have a feeling out of all of the Guardians, they were actually, because yeah. like the nice little tender wave that he does at the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie, I'm like, they definitely hang. Yeah. Like, they definitely hang out in the evenings Should together. It. And I feel like Sandman is so like, because that the like the running gag is that Sandman doesn't speak and so communicates with like sand, like shaping. Um, I feel like Jack probably just hung out and just like ranted to him. And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You> yeah. <know? laughs> While he was busy doing all of his little dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, Jack thinks he's having a great chat. Um, so that's really, really sad. Just FYI. Um, and then we have a little memorial for him back at the North Pole. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jack's really upset. It's also like, really sad. It is. <laughs> all the little like elves are ringing their bells and sad. And they're like, hmm. And everyone's got a tooth fairy's crying. It's honestly not a great time. Like, it's real sad. 
Um, and Jack's really upset because Jack thinks it's his fault. He's like, maybe I could have done more. And Santa's like, hey, listen, you did your best. Like you saved all of us in the end there, you know, without that magic blast. And he's like, yeah, but I don't know how I did it. It's very dramatic. Anyway, all the lights are going out um, and they notice this on the globe. More and more people because now all the kids are having really bad dreams as well. It's really sad. Sorry, I got really distracted by you, Kate. I was like, I thought you were going to say something. Nope, I'm, I'm good. You keep going. So they decide that the next course of action is to put on a really good Easter. And that'll make the kids all believe again. So they decide they're going to band together and do the best Easter that they ever did in their whole entire lives. And so they go into the Warren. Um, and that's where they see Sophie. And... <laughs> Everyone's like, whoa, hello, small child. What are you doing here? And she's like, hop, hop, hop. <laughs> <laughs> she's so cute. She's having a great time. So this is where, like, all of the guardians are like, what do we do? And Jack's like, do you guys not know how to interact with children? You're yeah. the guardians of children. What? <laughs> and so he kind of, like, he uses his magic to, like, make the Easter Bunny all, like, excited and, like, joyful. Um, and the Easter Bunny like takes Sophie around and we learn how the Easter eggs are made and we like have this whole scenario where everyone is helping. Santa's even brought his like elves and his yetis from the workshop into um, Easter Warren and they're all painting the eggs as well. And it's really cute because there was this one elf who had, or this one yeti who had done loads <laughs> of toys blue and Santa was like, paint them red. And he's like, oh. And then he gets to Easter Island and he paints them all red and the Easter Bunny goes past and he's like, two Christmas Eve, make them blue. And this poor Yeti is like, my God, <laughs> I just want to do my job. <laughs> I That's another thing I really like about this movie is that it takes a little bit of a twist on Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Like one, like he speaks Russian. Yeah. He's called North. He's which got is tattoos. Like, he's got tattoos. He does ice sculptures as a hobby. Mm-hmm. The elves don't make the toys. The yetis do because the elves are a little bit simple. Mm-hmm. Like it's all just, I, I actually really enjoy how they did Santa. Santa in this movie. It's a new spin. Yeah. It's nice, but it's not too far-fetched either that you'd be like, no, it couldn't no. possibly happen that way. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, And so they have a great time going around, doing their eggs um, and playing with the kids. And then um, at the end of it, Jack is like, look, I'll, I'll take her home. She's exhausted. I'll bring Sophie home. Don't worry about it. You guys finish up. Because basically all they have to do is like walk all these eggs towards a tunnel uh, and then they're done and they're going to have the best Easter ever. So Jack is like, look, you guys got it. I'll take Sophie back. Don't worry. So Jack takes Sophie home, puts her to bed and then he starts to hear his name being called and he's like, whoa, what's going on? Um, And so he starts to follow the voice and we know it's pitch, but it it's getting in Jack's head because he like Jack doesn't trust it, but he's still confused. Um, and so he goes and he finds Pitch, and Pitch explains that like he knows all of Jack's fears, um, and he what does that say? Oh, and memories. Sorry, it's <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> messing. What's he messing with? <laughs> It's gone too dark in my room. I forgot it's not. I was about to say it's gone. It's gone I'm very dark. Turn on Do you want to switch the light yeah. on? We can. We can watch this small interview. Interview. 
Interlude! <laughs> Interlude while Interlude. Sam switches on the lights. Oh, she's back. It's a bit of electricity there now, see? Boogeyman not getting me. I made a fit. I made a fit. I worked it in. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so. Come on, Sam. We're a good halfway through. Sorry. Come on, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, he... He he. So he talks to Pitch, and Pitch is like, "Get away from me!" No, no, no. Um, and he goes back to the Warren, because basically Pitch is like, "So you think you're like a guardian, but what kind of guardian are you? Like you've not protected anyone." And then Jack's like, "What did you do?" And he runs back to the burn, and all the eggs are completely destroyed. Um, and then they're like. He, like the Easter Bunny is there and all the kids are running around like desperately trying to find eggs and poor Easter Bunny is like no 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 look I've got some I mean they're not my best work but they'll do it a pinch here they are and he's trying to hand them out to the kids yeah. and the kids can't see him and one kid runs through him and it's honestly devastating like it's so gutting it's so sad do you know I originally thought because at this point I was uh, only slightly paying half attention mm-hmm. um, I think I something came up on my phone or something mm-hmm. and I didn't realise that I, I, I my immediate thought was that Pitch had just made Jack chase him through all of the eggs so Jack mm. physically broke the eggs himself Oh wow! But then I realised that it wasn't because no. I was like, Jesus Christ! I was like, Oh thank God, because that would have been even worse. I was going to say that's really dark, Kate. <laughs> wow. But no, that's not what happened. No, basically, <laughs> while he had distracted Jack, the the nightmare horses had attacked. Is what had happened. Jack didn't doesn't know this yet, but all the like and the bunny is so devastated. Um, they explained that to Jack what happened about the attack, and they basically kick Jack out. They're like, You're no help to yeah. us. Yeah. Get out of here. And poor Jamie. Jamie, the little boy, is such a big believer. He's like, no, no, I saw the Easter Bunny. Guys, he he does, and he finds a tennis ball and he's like, look, see? And like, he's really trying his hardest to believe, but everyone's like, shut up, Jamie. You big weirdo. Like, it's not real. Move (laughs) on. And it's really sad. So they kick Jack Frost out. So Jack Frost goes, um, and who does he bump into only Pitch and Pitch tries to bloody team up with him and he's like oh you were all talk a minute ago and now you want to be my best friend he's like absolutely not yeah. get away I might not be with the guardians but I'm not with you either like I believe the kid should be happy that sort of thing Um, so they offer he basically he offers Jack um, his teeth and memories in exchange for the staff his magic staff and Jack's like, absolutely not. Get out of here. It's fine. I don't need them. Even though he really, really wants them. And then Pitch breaks out the big guns um, and says that he has baby tooth because he stole baby tooth as well. Um, and she, he's like crushing her. He's so rude. He's like, yeah, he is. Staff. He's like probably gonna just like kill her. And she's so small. Um, so Jack hands over the staff and then he's like, right, give me baby tooth. And he's like, no. You said you wanted to be alone. And he flings Baby Tooth across, as well as all the, like, he just flings her into the air. And Jack runs after her and he, like, catches her and they fall down. And, like, poor, poor Baby Tooth is, like, shivering because they're in a really cold. And he's like, I'm sorry, I can't keep you warm. And she, like, nestles into his pocket. And she's like, it's all good. 
and she has a chat with baby tooth and then baby tooth is like i stole your memories here you go like she took them from pitch and he's like oh my gosh it's it's me and baby tooth like shows him how to open it's it so funny she's like meh, meh. In, in here go on go mm-hmm. on <laughs> like she's really sweet and this is where we learn jack's past so jack had a sister um and they were now keeping in mind this was like 200 years ago yes uh 300 i think oh yeah sorry so very, many many years ago long long ago <laughs> in times gone past <laughs> there was a sister and they had gone out ice skating and the ice under her was starting to crack and he turned it into a game so she was really scared and he's like don't worry about it like we're just gonna we're gonna play like hopscotch and it's all gonna work out well and he gets her close enough that he can grab this like nearby staff hook her ankle and like fling her away from danger she thinks this is a great part of the game she's like haha and then the ice breaks and he falls under but because he sacrificed himself to save his sister the moon which is above him in this sequence this is so dramatic <laughs> saves him <laughs> it's probably the most dramatic part of the movie though because it's, it's true. how Jack died in a former life and exactly. was then basically brought back by the moon to be a guardian of the, children because that's what he was doing that's in what his he is. life yeah. yeah and the moon is like you deserve to be saved and so the moon like beams down on him and saves him and then he just wakes up as Jack Frost and he has no more memories um, and so Jack comes out of this and he's like oh my god I saved her I am a guardian what and he is so bloody proud of himself and he's like whoa 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 this changes everything I can do this and he so believes in himself now he's got all this self-confidence and he's like right baby tooth are you up for this we've got a job to do so he he goes back um to like pitch his lair and he cracks open these like gates and these cages and he's like come on fairies and he's trying to save all the fairies but all the fairies can't fly which is a problem yeah because no one believes in them no one believes in them and he's like but no wait this is this is this can't have be happening and everyone's at the north pole and they're watching all the lights fade out and pitch arrives at the north pole and he's like haha like this was my plan all along i love to see this happening and all the lights are fading there's like six lights left and he's counting them down and as pitch is counting them out he's like proper like standing as if he's like stamping out the light himself it's mm-hmm. real sad and then he's like in three two and all the lights go out and then he's like one but that light stays on and he's like i said one that light still stays on and they look and then um pitch or not pitch um, oh my god what's the name Jack Frost is Jack. also looking at this <laughs> I was getting too invested Jack Frost is also looking at this light um, and he realises it's Jamie and so he's like right I know exactly where I need to go mm-hmm. so he goes off to Jamie's house and poor Jamie is sitting on his bed and he's like mm. looking at this bunny teddy and he's like I know you're real send me a sign because I believe in you just let me know and so Jack doesn't know what to do and what Jack does is he freezes over the glass of Jamie's window and he draws a little easter egg and in the next pane of glass he draws a bunny and then he he like blows on the bunny and the bunny like comes to life in this sort of ice sculpture Like like an ice bunny and bounces around him and like Jamie's just like 
incredibly amazed. And then he makes the he makes the room like start to snow and they're all jumping around and then he turns around and he like looks at Jack Frost and he's like, Wow. Oh my god, Jack Frost. Wait, and no, he's like wait, wait, what? wait, what? wait. What? My favorite, sorry, it's just, I, it's such a small bit, um, but there's like a snowflake, like drops on the end of his nose. Oh, yeah. And if you go, if you go way back to the start of the movie, the mother gives him his hat because he's like, don't let Jack Frost nip at your nose because oh. like that's the whole saying. Mm-hmm. And then we go all the way to now and a little snowflake dips on his nose and he obviously makes that connection. He's like, oh my God, it's Jack Frost. He's nipping at my nose. Oh, it's so, it's honestly the cutest. And his it's little eyes small, are so shiny. It's, and it's such a small detail. And I'm like, this why is this movie? is amazing. Uh, yeah. And yeah. then Jack is like, yeah, oh my God, that's right. That is so good. And he's jumping around the room. And then he's looking at Jamie and he's like, wait, can you see me? And he's yeah. like, uh-huh. And he's like, you can hear me? And he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, what? And they're like, whoa. And even Jamie's like, oh, yeah, this is mental. And he's like, oh, my God, you're so real. And he's like, uh-huh. And he's like, what about these three? He's like, he's so real, too. I know him. <laughs> and they are ju- they're having a great time. And he's like, I knew it. I knew I believed. And then Santa and the Tooth Fairy arrive. And they're like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, because they all had the same idea. Yeah, they all had the same idea. And they're like, "Uh uh-huh. And then (laughs) Jack's like, hey, where's the Easter Bunny? And this is where we learned that uh, not being able to be believed in it really really took its toll on the Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny, who was about six foot, by the way, is now just this tiny little bunny. And Mm. he's he's not having a great time. (laughs) He's not coping. Um... And then Pitch arrives and Pitch starts taking over. He's like, hey, I don't care. I'm like one little child will not outsmart me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will take over all this. And then Jack has this revelation. He remembers because Jamie is like, I'm scared. And then it reminds him of his sister when she was saying that she was scared and Jack turned it into a fun game and Jack's like game time my centre is fun yeah and it it all clicks into place and he's like right Jamie get your pals and he's like I've got this whole plan and he throws a snowball at Pitch and Pitch's like whoa what and then Jamie giggles and he's like aha got it so what he does is he like <laughs> he just like gets all of the kids awake and he like f- like flies Jack Frost or flies Jamie up to windows and all the kids are like how are you doing that and he's like Jack Frost he's right here see see you can't believe look at the snow and all the kids come out and they're all playing and they're all having a great time and Santa and the Easter Bunny and all the two they're all at it um, and everyone starts to see and believe uh, <laughs> and then like Pitch is like really like getting all his like nightmare horses to like fight these people but they're fighting them with like snow then <laughs> the bunny is like now would be a great time he's getting chased by like two demons yeah. he's like now would be a really great time to start being believed in again so that I can be like six foot <laughs> and he like ducks under a car and then they pull him back out and he's like six foot and he's like hey and he like beats them up um, and it's real good and so then Jamie and all of their friends they like arrive 
just as like all these horses come down the street and everyone's a bit like whoa and Pitch is like yeah yeah you think you're great guardians and that's all fine and sure you can protect the kids but who's gonna protect you and then Jamie steps forward and he's like I will and then all the kids start stepping forward and they're like yeah me too and there's one little kid who's like I'll give it a go I mean I was like that's me (laughs) I mean I'll try but I can't guarantee anything I'm being a realist here I mean (laughs) these guys are magic I'm just little I don't really know what you're asking from me but like I'll give it a go (laughs) and so everyone says that they do believe or sorry and Pitch is like no I will be believed in and Jamie says I believe in you I'm just not afraid of you Oh, the sass. Sass out of this little kid. And Pitch is devastated. Um, Why have I written here, Jamie turns gold? How does he do that? I don't remember that. Jamie turns gold. Oh, sorry. No, Jamie turns the black yeah, stuff gold. I, like, <laughs> I clearly, I got really into the movie and I like f- completely forgot to take notes at some parts. My bad. Yeah, so he's like, I do believe in you. I'm just not afraid. And Pitch is like, oh, how dare you? And then he charges the horse forward and Jamie like puts his hand up and the horse like turns gold and back into the sand dust and turns into that big cloppy unicorn figure that we loved from earlier. And everyone starts laughing and everyone's powers come back and they're like all like feeling stronger and Tooth Fairy can fly. <laughs> and then Sandman comes back. Yay! He's like, every day. Hey. All the gold, they all the, everything starts turning gold, and he reappears, and he's like, "Hey!" And then he punches. That was very dramatic. He punches Pitch Black, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Go away!" And then none of the kids can see Pitch. He's like, "You think you've had your last? I'll get you!" And the kids just run through, and he's like, "No, yeah, what? No, 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 no! <laughs> this isn't happening." And all the guardians are like, "Sorry, Pitch. I think I think you're done, man. Like, yep. they don't believe in you. What are you gonna more? do?" And he's like, "Well, if they don't believe, then what are those?" And there's some nightmare horses in the back. And North is like, "Well, I'm not afraid, so they're not my nightmares. Anyone, anyone here afraid?" And he does a little check, and he's like, "No, I think they're here for you, mate." And then they drag Pitch off, kicking and screaming. They proper attack him. It's a bit creepy. <laughs> it's fantastic, They're in like, my opinion. It, no, it's real good, but it's like a bit scary. Um, and then they're like, see, Jack, you are a guardian. He's like, damn right I am. You're dead right. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, right, I think we should we should put everyone back to bed. And Jamie's like, no, but what if I don't believe in you? And he's like, hey. Hey, buddy, you'll always believe. I'll always be nipping at your nose. <laughs> uh, no, real cute. it's so nice. He's like, do you believe this? Do you like do you forget believe... about the sun when it goes down when, at night? And he's yeah. like, well, no. And he's like, so why would you not believe in me when you can't see me? So and I'm cute. like, ah. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, And then he, Sandman has, again, another wonderful sequence where he puts all the children to bed and all the guardians are like tucking them back into their bed and they're having lovely sweet dreams and then there's a lovely narration where Jack is like I'm Jack Frost I'm a guardian the moon chose me 
and that's me <laughs> and it's so cute and that's the movie over it's no oh yeah it is <laughs> yeah I'm like Sam that's where the movie ends <laughs> he was like wait I have more notes but they're just generic notes afterwards <laughs> sorry um so yeah as you can tell we pretty much we love that movie so much it's to the so point where cute. like we absolutely sped through it because there's just not a lot of negative things to say about no, it no there's and like, I feel like no bad things to say about this movie like we mostly end up shiting on for ages because the movies are crap and we're like nah 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 and we fix them and we this and we mm-hmm. that but Rise of the Guardians is truly just an absolutely fantastic Christmas movie but again it's not fix. just a Christmas mo- but it's also not just a Christmas movie like I watched this in the middle of the day mm-hmm. sun shining eating strawberries like a definitely not a Christmas vibe and I absolutely enjoyed it. like I yeah. that's it's probably unfair because I'd enjoy a Christmas movie any day of the week true but like it it didn't it wasn't forcibly Christmas no and no. so I was like this is just a movie which is really mm-hmm. nice it's, it's um, actually a controversial topic on whether it is a Christmas mm-hmm. movie and you'll see a or lot of debates Easter movie because it's set yeah. three days before Easter but it came like out of Thanksgiving Google, <laughs> when you Google Easter movies this one comes up yeah but I guess there's if, a lot of the Easter bunny if you Googled Christmas movies I it bet it would be up there so yeah. basically whatever time of year you fancy it if you lose a tooth stick it on <laughs> if you're worried about bad dreams stick it on <laughs> see good old Sandy <laughs> you know um, so I think we both know the answer to this question but how many cracks out of five absolutely five six yep like five so six good. seven love this movie it is such a great movie and i will always there's nothing you could change about it i will always stand by that Mm -hmm. do you know what's interesting frozen was released the next year oh well i do remember there was lots of like fan art and people wanting a sequel of like oh between jack Jack frost and elsa elsa yeah yeah and i didn't really know much about the movie so i didn't really i just think it's so interesting that this came out in 2012 so Frozen was already way in production mm-hmm. it was probably at the point of nearly being finished mm-hmm. when Rise of the Guardians came out and so what did we say Rise of the Guardians cost 145 million mm-hmm. and grossed 306 million Frozen on the other hand cost 150 million and grossed 1.2 billion Jesus when the two main characters of both are just characters with ice powers Mm -hmm. isn't that mad obviously Frozen was like some sort of chemical phenomenon between children between the ages of three and seven but like but like do you know do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean isn't that crazy yeah that like they were released pretty pretty close together but the marketing of Disney versus Dreamworks. exactly and i think that's where the majority of it fell down mm-hmm. and rise of the guardians as well a lot of people when i worked in the store a lot of people would ask for rise of the guardians oh really because they thought it was disney which isn't 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 out of place for people to think that things mm-hmm. are disney when they're not disney but um yeah it was one of those sort of things like jack frost or this or that i'd be like no it's actually dreamworks it's not us mm-hmm. um so yeah i just think it's mad like it's 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 such a good example of how good marketing or in this mm-hmm. case bag marketing or lack thereof mm-hmm. can make a fantastic movie absolutely flop yeah i don't remember hearing about it i like i don't know if you saw it in cinemas or anything but i don't remember hearing much about it at the time my first time watching this film was last year 
um, when I was babysitting. Some kids were like, hey, you seen this one? And I was like, no. See, this would have come out when I was... 15? 15. So like... <gasps> Sorry, can I we take a moment if... to appreciate that quick math from Sam? <laughs> so I don't know if I would have been in the right age bracket, yeah. I guess, to sort of see it in the cinema. Mm-hmm. Um... But now I absolutely I love it. I I'd happily say that Rise of the Guardians is one of my favorite Christmas esque movies. It's up there because it's it's so easy to watch. I feel like if you're sitting down with someone who doesn't want to watch a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. that like this is a really good one. This one's also really good. Whatever time of day you put it on, you know how some Christmas movies they're better at like two o'clock and some are better at like seven o'clock. You could watch mm-hmm. this anytime. Mm-hmm. You're totally it's right. a solid one. Um. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, sorry. I was just trying to see if anyone. Oh, I put up again, but I do have from the After Dark Podcast Network sent in that they thought it deserved a second and a third um sequel. Excellent. Yeah, I also think so. Um, also, there was this thing, there was this article that I was reading with, um, with Peter Ramsey, mm. who basically said that he had a lot of big envisions for Rise of the Guardians, and DreamWorks were like, no, tone it down, dial it down, this, this, this. Mm. Um, and in, so there's an article on Vulture.com, and there's one quote from it, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and it was like I'm not going to be able to find it now but it was like uh, I had to tell I had to tell DreamWorks so many times oh no, oh no no it's not about a kid who is dead it's about a kid who's coming back to life he's not dead, he's being born Wow. so DreamWorks kept being like look, it's about a dead kid like how are you supposed to make this like it's about a kid who drowned how are you supposed to make this like yeah that's not what it's happy about at all he's, yeah he's like no 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 that's not what it's about yeah. this isn't like a sappy like that kind of film mm-hmm. uh so i thought that was really interesting and he said that like there was a lot of like background that he wanted to give the boogeyman and like the children as well he wanted to give them mm-hmm. more like real life issues that kids face and dreamworks were like no that's too deep don't do that and so just made the kids into like the sort of ragtag mm-hmm. like bunch of like misfit type things mm. but um he really peter really wanted to be like well no what like talking about like the sandman and stuff mm-hmm. like what issues do children struggle with in like yeah. the modern age and like talking about those and that kind of stuff oh, but dreamers were like no <laughs> Stupid um, DreamWorks. So yeah, because that's, that's, that's it what I thought was definitely a world that could so easily be expanded upon, mm-hmm. and have yeah. other movies. And also because it's based on the series of books, it's based on like six books. So there's definitely scope for more. Yeah. You know? Or yeah, absolutely. Um, there's also a nice quote from this article as well. This is when I'm at a table signing for Spider Man. So like into the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm it's guaranteed that a few people will come up and go I love your movie Rise of the Guardians it's the movie that inspired me to become an artist 
I just I can't believe how badly this movie did when it's so amazing yeah <laughs> it's, yeah I wonder if they did like a reboot or something now yeah like was it just oh. bad timing this seems nice uh, it's the movie that inspired me to become an artist or writer or animator or whatever that's really kept me from getting bitter about the fact that the movie didn't do well mm. a lot of the fan mail was from people with autistic children who had really reacted emotionally to the movie like shown emotion for the first time in years that Jack Frost story there are a lot of kids that has a real significance too it really evokes something in them a bunch of fans got together and put together a hardback book that they sent to us full of gorgeous fan art and letters from people all over the world mm. there's something about taking people's feelings about childhood and their dreams seriously that just resonates on a really deep level the movie has a ton of shortcomings in my view but it got something right apparently oh it's I so just lovely think, like as amazing as the movie as as great as rise of the guardians is i feel like um i feel like peter ramsey really could have taken it so much further if dreamworks mm-hmm. hadn't let him yeah and now I'm just kind of like Jesus Christ I wish either Netflix would buy the rights mm. or something to be able to do more with it I just uh, it's it just feels like such a wasted opportunity to me because mm-hmm. it's such a fantastic story and as you said with a bunch of lead on from other books mm-hmm. that I just would I'd love to like see there more there definitely really. must be more source material I'm actually going to buy the books myself I've decided I'm going to buy them as a present for myself maybe Nice. soon maybe for my birthday I haven't decided I'll keep you updated um, but I will read them and let you guys know if there's plenty more source material I feel like there must be maybe we could write a sequel <gasps> that's our sequel <laughs> sell it to Netflix <laughs> um, so yeah was there something else you wanted to say oh the so I just at the end there was a dedication at the end of this movie and it just says for Mary Catherine Joyce um, and I wanted to look up and find out who she was um, because they say that you know she was fierce and a guardian of all um, and so I looked it up and William Joyce who wrote the Guardians of Childhood books and he was the executive producer of this movie um, it was his daughter and she died two years prior to the film of a brain tumour and she was only 18 but she was the inspiration behind the books so these were stories that he would tell her when she was sick in um, hospital um, and he made all these stories up for her and then wrote them into the books then it became the film but he also worked on um, Roly Polioli which I thought was great because I hadn't thought the of... cartoon? yeah from years ago with uh-huh. the little round kid it's Roly Polioli what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know I was like what? what a throwback I love that show where everything was circles. Yeah, it was what a great show. That was honestly I'm Google it. Like I just I didn't realize how much of like an effect this this dude had had on my childhood because he also worked on Toy Story and A Bug's Life. Wow, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Um, Meet the Robinsons is also based on one of his books. Um, the Disney. I love Meet the Robinsons. That's, that's based on Man, one of his other books. I think I might buy these books as well because I love all of yeah. these stories. So he's, he's written like... 50 books in total, 13 of which are Guardians of Childhood. So there's 13 wow. books. So like you're... T- now, I know children's books are typically shorter. I did look it up. You can buy the set on Book Depository for like 35 quid. 
Oh, that sounds like mm-hmm. awesome. I couldn't find it in any local shop. Just FYI. Oh, that's sad. For those okay. shop local fans. I did check. I mean... I'm sure I could order them in possibly once stores are open. Asked, and I could go in and ask. Yeah. Um, but there's that. And yeah. That's really nice. And then there was a sad fact, which maybe I should have said first <laughs> rather than ending on it, that this movie made such a loss. It made a loss of 80 million. And DreamWorks had to fire 300 staff for it. And it's one of DreamWorks' lowest figures for a movie. Which it just does not deserve. It's totally unjustified. Like, so unjustified. It, it really is. Um, oh, and also William Joyce lost his wife um, two months after this film. But William Jesus Joyce has not had a great Christ. time. And oh, we owe this definitely. man a lot. I definitely do for Roly Poly Oli. So... Can anyone, everyone just buy what he wow. next produces, please? <laughs> so that there's not the, because that, that must be gutting. But he did say, I read an interview where he was saying like, it doesn't matter that it made such a loss because it kind of what Peter Ramsey was saying, it had such an effect on people that it yeah, didn't matter absolutely. that it wasn't for them. I 100% agree. Like. And I, like, it's such a beautiful, I like, I cannot urge if you have not seen this film, please do watch it. It, you don't have to wait till Christmas. This is one of the few that we talk no, about. No, you can watch it now. You can watch easily. literally right now. It's on Netflix. I really urge you to go and watch it. It's mm. so good. It both feels Christmassy and doesn't feel Christmassy mm-hmm. at the same time. And the voice actors do really... I wanted to ask you actually, because you had mentioned before that you find it hard mm-hmm. to disassociate the actors with um, the characters. How you found oh. it in this movie. Do you know what the only thing was though? When I started watching it, Ed was like, is that... Oh, Christ, what's his name? Alec Baldwin? Chris. No, no, no. Chris Pine. Pine. No, he thought it was Chris... Pratt. Oh, Chris Pratt. And he was like, is that Chris Pratt? And I was like, no. And then I was like, Jesus, maybe it is. And then I looked it up and I was like, no, it's Chris Pine. Yeah, there's a lot of Chris's out there in the... But he sounds... He actually sounds Mm. so much like Chris Pratt that for the whole movie I was kind of like he doesn't sound <laughs> like him no he doesn't sound like him does he sound like him I don't really mm. know but like um, like all the other act- like voice mm. uh, like Hugh Jackman like not at all well like, Jim, didn't envision he's Hugh got Jackman his own um, Australian accent, <clears throat> accent which he doesn't get to use very often yeah which is fantastic and they do make a nod to that alright and they make a couple of jokes about that in the film as about well about him being, being Australian yeah like that's why he has boomerang and there's some oh, mention yeah, of where yeah, he yeah. grew up um, yeah. and things like that throughout the film it's funny uh, so yeah no I really liked it I that was the only thing but I think mm. if Ed hadn't have mentioned that to me before we started Fair. I wouldn't have yeah I was like no it's not the only voice Is I it? completely <laughs> noticed would be Jude Law's I think he's got a very noticeable voice I don't think I know the character. Jude Law enough oh see the holiday I love the holiday I watch oh, the holiday an awful see. lot <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that was Rise of the Guardians, which brings us to the end of Easter month. <gasps> New theme alert! Woo woo! I'm not, woo. Fi- I'm not finding a sound effect. No, that's a, you don't need, did I not just start one? Woo Sorry. woo! <laughs> <laughs> Would you let me finish my woo woos? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, we had a couple of suggestions on the Instagram. So, Sirsha said musical Christmas movies. Musical month of May. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that she named said, it. Yeah, Sinead said toys, and uh, After Dark guys said action movies. I don't know. That's like one in it, like Die Hard. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if they got that it also had to be Christmassy, or if they just thought we were going off 
trek all together. What, I don't know what people find so difficult about realizing <laughs> that everything we talk about on this podcast has to be a Christmas movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, yes, Christmas, but also another category. Mm-hmm. Personally, I love Musical Month of May. I'm also a fan of Musical Month of May. We should have and maybe picked we... this beforehand, but never mind. And I feel like Frozen definitely falls into that. Oh, yeah. So I feel like we this would be the month of Frozen. We could definitely do Frozen. Um, there's Because there, there is so many. I mean, like, Muppet's Christmas Carol, I know we've done, but that would fit. Like, there's so many that you don't think are musicals. And then, oh, Saoirse, I actually messaged Saoirse. Sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I look at the hey, microphone Saoirse. sometimes as if it's like... <laughs> Uh, you guys and I'm like sorry guys I'm just talking to Kate but um, I messaged Saoirse to see if she had any suggestions for musical month of May um, mm-hmm. and she mentioned Dolly Parton's new Christmas movie oh that we never saw that we never saw this could be our opportunity to watch that that's a good idea okay so that's already that's two I'm sure two. it's really I'm sure there's loads of I found a whole Christmas article musicals. of like top 20 ah, great. musical Christmas we're gonna okay, be great. Fine. So we'll do so we'll do musical month of May Woo-hoo. and then it'll be June, so it'll be my favourites. Yay! Um so yeah, fantastic. That's it. Great. Uh also, oh FYI, now that it's musical month of May, we're definitely doing Frozen and we're definitely doing that Dolly Parton one, yeah. which leaves us about two other spots. So if you guys have any Christmas musical movies Hit that you up. want us to do let us know at Christmas Crackers Pod on Instagram. We don't have any other social media, so don't contact us. No. But it's always in the show notes. Yeah. So if you're on Spotify, Apple, whatever, just click that little tab underneath and it'll give you all the information of where you can find us on the grams. Woo. But we also have already done a Muppets Christmas Carol. Well, yeah, so we will not be doing that. But you can listen to that episode because that was a great episode. I will <laughs> possibly try and link it if I can next week. Also, um, you could follow the After Dark Podcast Network on Twitter. Um, oh, and on Instagram. Because they have they, recently got an Instagram. Th- they recently started an Instagram With and they are cool buzzing to try new and use artwork. it Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. hint, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe from the same designer. Designer? Graf- graphic designer. Graphic designer. That's illustrator. Animator. Yeah. yeah. She's everything. She's fantastic. She's Woman beauty. She's grace. She's Miss Kinnard. That's a great movie. Can Miss Congeniality count as Christmas movie? No. no. Uh, so, <laughs> thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, stay safe. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.